Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of years ago, the world was a brutal place. Primitive cave warriors fought for survival in a time of giant beasts and strange magic. Using their strength, and aided by the power of the mysterious fossilite crystals, they were the warriors of the Bone Age. Yeah, so Guberton, you've got a ton of snake bones. You have the caudal vertebrae of a boar croc and its skull full of gnarly teeth. Brilliant. What I would like to do is take the biggest teeth from the croc's head. And do these snakes have fangs? Sure. I would like to take all the fangs and then the biggest teeth from the boar croc's head, etch it out so they become drills. And then what I want to do is essentially rig it up so that what we've got is a boar's jaw, but only the top half. And every tooth slot is filled with a drill. <laughs> nice. I know that your friends are not trained in this kind of thing but we help where we can if you want their help we can do a montage yeah yes Um, i call on my friends to eat around the heads as well as they can (laughs) and then pull the teeth out and scrub so guberton you've already laid out the plan car check what are you gonna do to help i am putting the snake's head in my mouth biting off at the neck and then just sucking all the meat off to then spit out a full (laughs) snake skull like in the montage it would be a close-up of my big broad face going (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah what are you doing to help with this project i think my greatest strength is anytime a guard gets curious and comes over to investigate anytime anyone in this cell is making too much noise and we attract attention i throw myself against the door and start reaching out trying to grab at them like i'm an insane creature insane creature as though (laughs) and finally cast for the montage, the Bone Age version of a song is going to be playing. Like the like bone flute, drum, and uh version of something yes. is playing. Mm-hmm. What is the montage song for building the snake tooth drill? It's going to have the like... And it's just going to have soft lyrics uh, that sort of describe the process, but they all start with bones. It'll be like, bone, get, bone, get. When it's done, you have a contraption made of snake and crocodile bones that looks suspiciously like the whole cutting saw drill thing. 
made out of, you know, various rib bones and, and the skull and jaws of a crocodile and all of these snake fangs. And when you channel your, your personal energy into your crystal, the mysterious fossilite energy brings this skeletal construct into a, a kind of life. It starts whirring. Each individual tooth drill starts spinning and the, the housing that they are all in turns and starts slowly eating a hole into the sandstone of the floor. It makes a whirring noise, but it's not so loud that you all can't cover over it by, like, you know, talking and eating and socializing. Mm. So Karchak and Yeah and Shard all make, you know, a, a susurrus of noise to, to cover up the sound as this thing cuts through the floor of your cell. The only downside is that once it cuts through... The piece of stone, you didn't have a plan for how you were going to grab it, and it falls through into the tunnel below and makes a loud bang. Can I, at the same time as I see it fall, like, make like a Tarzan yell to try and cover up the sound? All right. <laughs> that works surprisingly well. Kurchek <laughs> just yell, like, forgive. That same guard understands. Sometimes need to yell. He, he walks away. I give you a big meaty thumbs up. He doesn't know what that means, but he's happy to be noticed. <laughs> I was just going to say as an extra precaution, I put my body across the hole to cover it and pretend I'm asleep. Oh, perfect. Uh, so the the guard is gone. The noise did attract some attention, but Karchak covered it up. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Okay, so now we've got a hole and we've got a goal. So we need to get to the mines. And do we know that these the tunnels lead to the mines? Are they... Did, did he tell us to turn left or right or anything? Oh, yeah, he probably should have done that. Hmm. Oh, well. Let's vibe it out. Could Would have we... been good if you guys asked. All right, I'd like to poke my head down the hole and look in both directions. Can I hear anything or smell anything? Hmm. It smells like a tunnel. You can smell faint animal smell from one direction. It passes clear underneath the corner of your cell, so it goes off in one direction and the other. Off to the right, you can smell, like, faint animal smells, maybe. Off to the left, nothing. I'd like to, like, pull my head out of the hole and be like, Well, if we not here come tomorrow morning, they know something wrong. So, what aim? We try to in one night and just go? Or be back here, fight Armorex? What plan? How about we journey into the tunnels, see what we can see, uh. and make a plan once we know where the mines are? Seem like good plan to Kerchuk. Mm. If we get there and we're on a row, we will simply keep going and figure it out from there. We just vibe. Shard looks up and goes, hey, maybe we call that slave back who brought us the food. See if we can have him cover for us somehow. Okay. That's a very clever idea. We should definitely All right. see How big that. is the Shard hole that we made? Uh, that would be a question for Gooberton. She's the one who made the machine. How big is this hole you made? I'm thinking like a manhole cover kind of hole. Yeah. Is that what you had in mind? Very much so. So it'll it's enough for someone to go in vertically with a bit of clearance on either side. If a guard was standing at the door, how mm -hmm. visible is this hole? It's in the far back corner. You could cover it with something. I would walk over and then like sit in it in such a way that maybe I could conceal it so that if uh, we speak to a guard, they're not going to notice. So you want to hide the hole with your body? Yeah, if that's possible. You could do that. I'm just worried about it being spotted. Well, if we're calling back uh, Aurax, he's on our side, so probably still worthwhile. Are we able to reach in and grab the part that fell down? Oh, if sure, yeah. If I you go can, down there, you could get it. Well, I can repurpose some of the tooth drills as little hooks and then make it look like it's just bone waste in the corner, oh, but they're actually hooking whatever. up onto either side, make a little flap. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, you could do that. Time to bone your knee! 
yeah. Ooh, okay. I get all excited. <laughs> Use a little bit of the tiny snake ribs to make a hinge and make a flap. And then I'll scatter little bones around it. So it looks like we just ate and were lazy. You're able to uh, to rig that up. God, I'm good. While you're doing that, Shard says that they, they need more food and they send Oryx back down to your cell. Oh, it's now quite late at night. Oryx. If we not here come morning, what happened? We have found way into tunnel as well, so that's why I ask. Well, they will look for you. What if we just not here and can't figure out where we go? Like, locked room mystery, you know. No way for us to escape, so mm, maybe they blame you. Mm. Well, room's small. If they check room, they could find the hole you make. Yeah. If they blame me, maybe... Maybe Oryx open door and How make it look like you struggled, got past me. How big is the hole the snake came through? Shoebox size? First two questions. Why would they be suspicious of Oryx? And second question, even if they are, maybe best solution is we make it look like Bonjinier made something to get us out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what... what? What me saying, though, is if the only way they see that you could have escaped is where you escaped, then they follow you that way. Kerchak have idea. Listen, Kerchak. Okay. If we get fresh meat with blood, uh, yeah, you like fight, yes? Yeah, loves to fight. What if we get fresh meat, butcher, make lot of blood, lot of meat, but not recognizable? You stay here, say you kill uh, me, you say you kill Zinj, say you kill Shard, and we go down tunnel, and then you say you kill a big champion, fight Armorex alone. No suspicious. You get fight Armorex, I find Nippletooth, find him child, everyone come out win. Huh? huh? I love this plan. Let's do ah. that. Gubertin, Shard, Orex, agree? Sounds like a divine plan. Uh, Shard strokes her chin and goes, eh, Shard not so sure. Uh, Split party? Mm, you can stay if Shard wants. Fight Armorex. No, no. Shard convinced. Shard convinced. We go into tunnel, leave blood everywhere. Sound good. Uh, I think if anyone stays here, it would be unconvincing. As soon as I draw blood, it, it it's kind of, it's all or nothing at that point. <laughs> anyone who knows okay, me okay. from uh, my many battles would know this. And my book series. <laughs> Stone tablet series set throughout the land. It's just crudely carved pictures of, yeah, of, yeah ripping things apart. Whoa, it is my Google. catchphrase in my radio deal. Yep, everybody knows about cave radios. It's just birds chatting to each other, repeating it. It's like a parrot flies into it and I then keep, repeats what it's heard. I keep telling everybody, this setting is like if Masters of the Universe fucked the Flintstones. Yes. yes. All right, uh, Oryx is a little wary of this plan, but he scurries off to get some meat and, and try to make this happen for you. Sweet. All right, well, the, you can make look like Massacre no, yourself, no. yeah? I know what Massacre looks like, yeah. yeah. Kerchak thinks so. Gooberton upset? We didn't ask him where the mines are. He come back with meat <laughs> He'll be Massacre. Back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He not gone forever. Yeah, he comes back. He brings he brings a bunch of organ meat and, and stuff. He's like, I, Oryx thought maybe, like, intestines? Yes, Oryx club. That's very good. Where are the mines? <laughs> Man, good thing you asked, because those... Those, those tunnels can be a little dangerous. Where go? Entire island volcanic. These all used to be lava tubes. Uh, Not useful. 
<laughs> Him giving bit of history, Gooberton. I don't require flavor. Nice to know. Just try. I'm a mouse. <laughs> I like, I've been walking through tunnel now. I think myself, oh, all this wants volcanic. Interesting. <laughs> I want to be watching this with like a big old bucket of blood, just lapping at a little bit like a cat. Life is about quiet moments like that. Now we learn. Go down to the left. If, if go right, that'll lead to where beasts for arena are kept. Could run into anything that way. That come in handy, maybe. We see. Okay. I shoot daggers at, yeah. In almost a warning as to say, do not go and kill all the beasts. Before you leave, I want to look at you and say, if you meet Gastra, give her this poem from me. I have not finished it though, so you must finish it yourself. So this uh. is how far I got. Gastra, it seems this is your time to die. What is death doing here? You wonder why. Though your muscles are big, your grave I will dig. And then I don't have a final line <laughs> yet. You must think of one yourself. This is what we call poetry in my culture. Sounds like a lot of words. When you break bones, that is also poetry. <laughs> When you have your hands around Gastra's head and you are pushing her eyes so far in, they are poking at the back of their head, then you can think of it. Ah, uh, poetry in the moment. Beat poetry, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, beat yeah, poetry. you beat them. Jesus, Adam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I'd like to, yeah, pick up the rock and slide on into the tunnels. Slurp my way through. Oryx puts his, his hands through the food slot under the door and reaches out for anyone. No, I shake his hand. He just wants physical touch. That's yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. He's, he's had a hard life on this island yeah. for the last, you know, however long he's been here. Mm -hmm. Please, Gia, if I not see her again, tell her her father love her. Of course. I shake his hand and, like, I put a second hand over his hand and shake it. Think about what I'd make from the hand, but I don't vocalize that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Oryx leaves you. Shard slides into the tunnel after you, Karchak. Gubitan, I'm assuming you're coming next. I slink on into the tunnels. You land down in the tunnel and the air is cool and still and a little damp. Did we get our weapons in the end? Oh yeah, Oryx brought those to you. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Oh, I also want to bring along all the snake bones that aren't in you. You used the bulk of what was really good. So you have like a handful of essentially a Swiss army knife worth of bones. Oh, yeah. If you need more bones, and I'm aware of that, I could lean over and open my mouth and we could see, together, we could discover if I have any bones still stuck in my teeth that you could use. <laughs> oh, yeah, I reach in. That seems dangerous. Golly, you guys. <laughs> I tell you what, though, he has one especially loose-looking fang. Careful. Mm. <laughs> Easy now. Yeah, you lose those things all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All I'm saying is, we don't know. <laughs> We don't know what you're capable of, though. We don't know. You don't That's know all what I'm saying. Right. As I pull my hand out, I see the tooth and I say, are you using that? Huh? This one. I tap it gently. Oh, you can hack it. <laughs> I give it a little tug. Does it come out? If you tug it forcefully, it will come out. His teeth shed and regrow through his whole life. Oh, thank you. Ah. It's a nice one. It's like almost the oh. size of my thumb. I'm going to use it for something wonderful. Okay, so you guys are down in the tunnel. I'd like to get on all fours and, like a mammoth, put my nose to the ground and start sniffing <laughs> to see if I can <laughs> sniff my way out to where there might be people or heading in the right direction. I mean, you can uh, do I that. I will be using yeah. the alternate tracking device of my eyes. 
That'll work too because you, you're in a, a tunnel that's going one way and you know which way to go. So, yeah, Jack, you managed to follow the single yes. tunnel by sniffing. Gooberton, I'm not going to roll because you walk down the tunnel. You're eyeballing it. Yeah, good. God, we're doing so well. Shard is a little caught up in the moment. She she reaches down. She goes, what you smell, boy? Um, <sighs> rock. Not at all helpful. Okay. Yeah, nah. This rock all uh, volcanic, I say. <clears throat> Pretty cool. Fascinating. You go down the tunnels and you follow them for a good ways when you can start to hear the sounds of activity up ahead. Does it sound like mining activity? It sure as heck does. The tunnel opens out to a large chamber that has been excavated. It's almost conical shaped with like walkways that make their way up around it. Everywhere there are children. The mine is being worked by, like, grimy, malnourished children who all have kind of a sort of empty, soulless look in their eyes. You both notice that none of them are wearing a mysterious fossilite crystal around their neck. Oh, That's not okay. right, is it? They're all meant to have one, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Everyone does, even you, Gooberton. Mm. Mm. Everyone in the Bone Age gets a mysterious fossilite crystal when they are born. And over the course of their life... The crystal bonds with them and allows them to channel certain energies into the things that they do or the things that they care the most about. And there's sort of a feedback loop. The more you hone your skills in a certain direction, the more you your personality kind of actualizes, the more the crystal learns about you and the more you can use it. Nobody ever takes theirs off for any length of time. All of these children are without one. So there's going to be a big stash somewhere. Are there like guards around? There are guards. Mm. There are guards who are all mostly wearing crocodile hide armor. You know that the Crossbones tribe have a close relationship with like different crocodiles. Those are like the animals that they revere. In fact, they have a mad smiling god of death named Souk, who is a crocodile who's always pictured holding two femurs. Oh yeah, badass. But you see the the guards are with whips Mm -hmm. encouraging these kids to continue mining. And it's not a gemstone mine or of precious rocks or anything. They're mining fossils. Out of the rock. As you look up, you can see going towards the opening in the top of the mine is a massive carnivorous dinosaur skull that's being winched up out of the rock and up out of the mine. It is easily eight, nine feet long. How many children are there at the moment? Looks like a few dozen. Can I see nipple tooth anyone? I'm considering making like a trumpet call, but I feel like that will get us spotted. Uh, no, you don't, it's not even necessary. With your perception, you hear like a little... That's, you know, my convincing mammoth. Wait, I can do better. <laughs> I respond. Oh. Yeah, let, me, let me see if I can give you one back. <laughs> <laughs> you look down and you see in the, in the lowest part of the mine with two heavy baskets strapped to either side of her back, Nippletooth is being loaded up with heavy fossilized bones and being whipped by a cruel crossbones guardsman behind her. Do I think that if I leapt down from where we are onto the guardsman, I'd die? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty far. I don't even know that you could leap far enough out to where she is. Okay. This is a big open space. Mm. And right now, none of the three of you can be seen. I will well, turn to Gubitin and Shard and be like, uh, Korchak need get nipple tooth. That's my sister. You two find gear, I get nipple tooth. And meet back here. Sounds good. You hear a shout from down in the mine. A big, deep voice goes, Okay, at midnight. That means you children can sleep, but be ready again in an hour when it mine morning. 
mine. Mine. Does it look like they're moving yeah. toward anywhere, or are they expected to sleep where they lay? They all head off in the same direction towards one sleeping area. You see that the voice comes from an impossibly broad man who is almost seven feet tall. He's got a jaw as big as the top half of his head. He is. Uh, oh wow. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh. Yeah, he's just big and beefy. He's wearing armor that's made from the hide of an ankylosaur. And he seems to be wearing its skull on his head as a helmet. He has the ubiquitous black eye mask of the Crossbones clan. You are pretty sure that that's Gastra. Mm, the definition of a, an absolute unit, you know? Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Oryx said he was the biggest man on the island, and if there's someone bigger than that, you don't want to know about it. <laughs> are we able to sneak to where the children are about to go to bed without uh, incurring the wrath of this man? Yeah, once all the kids start heading off to the sleeping area, the other guards seem to not really pay any attention to them. They're they're looking forward to, you know, knocking off for a little while and playing uh, some cave cards. How many guards are there? There are about ten guards. It's more than the three of you feel comfortable fighting yeah. head on. Damn. But, like I said, none of them are, are looking at where the kids are going. Nippletooth, you asked if she's going with the kids yeah. or somewhere else? They take her somewhere else. Shit. She's down yeah. in a, a little corral with a couple of other sickly-looking beasts of burden. Mastodons, aurochs, that kind of thing. It looks like there's a, a glyptodon. If you don't know, it's like like a giant armadillo. Oh, yeah. There's a, a glyptodon and like a Przewalski's horse. Is it kind of like a big cone with sort of like a walkway that sort of spirals around it? So we'd have to start That's spiraling. That's exactly the case. Okay. So we'd have to start spiraling yeah. down to get to the kind of bottom with a... Okay. The corral is down at the bottom. The kids are a little bit below where you are. You see them following the, the trail around and you sneak your way down there. So is Kochak coming with us on the way? I come with you to children, then I carry on to corral. Is plan. Is Kochak plan. Well, it suits our plan, Dadly. Let's sneak on in to we're at the room. And once we're at the room, is that room guarded? It is not. Mm. Shard takes a look at the two of you and says, Gooberton, uh, Shard, stay here and watch Tunnel. Make sure no one come after us. You go talk to kids. Of course, of course. Okay. I want to duck in and we're going to start looking for 
Does Oryx's description of Gia fit every single child? <laughs> yeah, I am all imagining them looking exactly how he described them, which is so funny. A dark-haired girl with messy hair. There's one kid that definitely sticks out. You you drop into the the room. Are you, are you trying to be quiet, or do oh, you just absolutely. go in there? Absolutely, trying to be quiet. Okay, yeah, you're quiet enough that you going into the barracks where they they've already fallen asleep by the time you get there. You were about a minute or two behind them. And it took them no time at all to pass out. This is the only rest they get. You pick your way among the children. You do find one kid who you think might match the description. She has her dark hair is like almost down completely over her eyes in the front. Like her bangs are, are way overgrown. And there's something about her that reminds you a little bit of Oryx. Gia, Gia, wake up. Mm-hmm. What? Your father Oryx has sent me to retrieve you. We're going to get you out of here. <gasps> who are you? I'm Gooberton. I'm a Bone-Geneer extraordinaire. Wow, that's pretty cool. Now come with me immediately. I lift her up and put her on my back. I assume she's child no, size. No, 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 no. She's like a seven, eight-year-old kid. She's like, you can't, I can't go. I, my crystal, they have it. Where? They keep them over there. She points to directly across, like around the walkway across the cone. There's a room and you can see like through the slats of the uh, wooden posts that make the door. You can see the sparkle of lots of crystals. Okay. It's like it's time for a breakout. Oh yeah. And is that place guarded? Yeah. There's a guy like leaning up against a spear half asleep thinking about something else standing next to it. Classic. I love Cass's little uh, uh, dungeon master or storyteller or whatever. Um, is Can you make this easy please <laughs> it's not that i wanted to oh, be easy be no i just want to know you know that's going to affect my plans yeah, this is a great time to remind you all there's a rule in this game system that is called a tracking error okay so the idea is that this game is a movie on VHS, mm-hmm. sure. and you can mess with the playback a little bit. Oh, okay. If you are not in the scene, you can interject something that changes what's going on. You can't take someone's player agency away. I could, like, add to the number of guards, right? Right. You could have a guard come off his break, <laughs> yeah. or you could have a guard decide that he's taking a break. I don't like the amount of power you've just given Adam. He won't use it responsibly. Yeah. Oh, I could be helpful, yeah. <laughs> He won't! While Guberton is spying out where the crystals are being kept, Karchak, you start making your way down to the corral. Alright, I creep down on all fours, dirt floor, to the bottom of the corral. The Potooth. You get down there without being spotted. She hears your voice and immediately lets out a little trumpet. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> she, she lowers her little two-deer. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> uh, I'd like to look at the glyptodon and the horse. <laughs> My crystal. Can I talk to animals? Is that what it can do? You sure as hell can. Yeah. Uh, he's at the corral with all the dinosaurs, right? Yeah, it's three mammals down there. I would like to introduce a tracking arrow. Okay. <laughs> what is the largest plant-based dinosaur that could be feasibly here down in this mine that those jerks mm-hmm. could handle i don't know what are you looking for what what do you what what am i trying to get you into here today adam <laughs> something big and terrifying that he could use as a as a ram a dinosaur that he could be like get him go get him be a distraction so there are two things down here mm-hmm. there's one of those big six-legged bone walkers like oh, the one okay. that brought you into the arena and you also didn't notice at first that with the step horse and the glyptodon and the mammoth is a pachycephalosaurus 
It's one of those boneheaded uh, charging dinosaurs. Yeah. Ah, That's it's good. a little twigged out because it's been down here in the dark for a while. It's not good at carrying loads and stuff because it's skittish by nature and it's you can tell it's at its limit. It has multiple scars and marks from where it has obviously been hurt by its crossbone masters. Oh no. Rude. Yeah, in fact all the animals do. Okay. I'd like to hold my crystal and tap into the the mysterious fossilite energy? Yeah. When you're talking to Nippletooth, you two have a connection. But these other animals, the mammals are easier for you to talk to. The dinosaur is a little bit of work. Okay. Can I, so I can't address them all at once? You can. You think that the Glyptodon and the horse are getting the most of it? It's like you're speaking Spanish, and they all speak Spanish, and the dinosaur speaks Italian. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> it's like almost the same. He's like, I think I understand. Kuchak <laughs> here, uh... Specifically free nipple tooth, but Kuchek free you as well. Kuchek not like seeing uh, what you put through. If Kuchek had to get you in here somehow, how you get in here? They all look up and the uh, spiraling walkway that goes up leads up out of the mine at the top where that big skull had been pulled out earlier. Okay. If Kuchek release you, you go up spiral to freedom, still on island, but better mm-hmm. chance... Mm. The glyptodon down by the ground is going, no, please go on. This sounds like a plan. <laughs> it's the beginnings <laughs> of one glyptodon. Let Kerchek uh-huh, uh-huh. think. I'd like to look up and see how Guberton's doing. Let's see how Guberton yeah. is doing. That's a good scene transition as I'm like, um, I'd look up. Yeah. I don't know why I did the end of a Star Wars movie music. I don't know. Guberton, you're with the kid. The other children are starting to wake up. Oh, why? Um, well, one of them annoying. is just because you're talking to a kid in the middle of a room full of children. <laughs> I have only one hour's sleep every 24 hours. The the kid that you shush just gets on board with and goes, shh, 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 and then just puts its little arms around your leg. Aw. Okay, that is adorable. We're going to storage room. Did I get that? Does anyone know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. The crossbones... They're making something with all the bones that they took from here and all of the crystals they took from us kids. That's atrocious. I think to myself, thinking that I wanted to make something out of the big bones, but it's okay if I do it. (laughs) I'm only using my own crystal. No, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with what I do. Gia looks at you and she says, that skull that we took out today, that last piece they need for Jut's new weapon. I think to myself, yes, it would truly be better in my hands. I would make good use of it. I am good. John is bad. You need the atomic bomb so no one else can have the atomic I bomb. I think that's important. Is a is a fascinatingly great character. We can't have that, can we? Come with me. You hear a, a cultured-sounding child voice from uh, from not too far from you going, this does sound like an intriguing proposition. <laughs> can I introduce a tracking error? Please do. There's a baby drucken and a baby Meanderthal as well. There's Bone Age babies. Adorable. (laughs) Every single time a child pipes up, I do this finger and everything. We're going to form a line and we're going to get the crystals. I clock baby me and frankly, it exudes too much confidence and I am a little bit threatened and I don't want a kid to be smarter than me. That's insane. Like, I can't remember where I was at that age and and then had a harder life. Like, that that makes me feel bad. So I'll just keep them quiet and I start leading them out very, and I keep making little shush noises. I'm trying to get them to sneak 
across. Are you taking all of the kids or just like your little handful of Bone Age babies? No, everyone who wants to come. Bone Age babies up the front. Gia up the front. Hell yeah. All right. So you've got Gia, who's the the one who went with you. Let's see. There's uh, Raider, who is the little zinge. Clunk, yeah. who's the Neanderthal, and Cleave, who is the Draken. That rolls. Amazing. Clunk's such a good name for a Neanderthal. And then the one who wrapped his arms around you is a little a little baby with big beefy arms, whose name is Pyra. And then the rest of the kids follow behind. So you try to get them going around as quietly as you can. I'd like to, at the corral, just seeing what's happening up there, seeing the babies start to move, I reckon I'm going to go to every single, like, um, where the animals are fenced in and unlock it, but explain to them, we wait till they experience danger, then we charge for the roof, kill two birds, one rock. Get out, Um. help friend. The mammals all understand. The dinosaur hears, we charge, Uh (laughs) and starts to run just out towards the opening of the gate that you're standing next to. Okay, I'd like to tackle it. (laughs) Relax, relax. You get it, but just barely. (laughs) You manage to pull it to a stop just before it slams both of you into the gate. Can I introduce a tracking error? Go for it. The exact way in which Kochak tackles the dinosaur rattles its brain that adjusts it so now it can understand. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Yeah, sure. Why the <laughs> hell not? The yeah, great. Ralph, a million times before in history, I have been in your exact position. <laughs> there is no human being on planet Earth who understands you right now except for me. Ralph, if I might summarize it a little better, Korchak gives a dinosaur a milky, milky concussion. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Basically, you meet this dinosaur on its own terms. You know you're not going to be able to grab it, mm-hmm. but you can headbutt it. And so as it comes up to you, you nut it. And both of you stagger back and lean on each other for support. I should have made you Freaky Friday. (laughs) Oh, no. It gives gives a little shake of its head, and it seems like it's willing to calm down a bit now. It's like, all right, I'll follow your play. I've just made it think that I am the superior male in this situation, like in nature, you know? It's waiting to see what you do instead of acting on its own from now on. Tougher head. That's the lesson. Tougher head prevail (laughs) (laughs) yeah up in the cell let's see how well you spattered gore around everywhere to make it look like uh you've eviscerated and eaten not only do i know what this scene looks like that was last week (laughs) like oh well i've done this so recently so it's a nightmare in that cell Hell yeah. I just wanted you to have something to do for a second. <laughs> no, it's fair. It's good. Yeah, if you want to I'm gonna be fight. It. I'm going to be fighting the Armorex on my own. That's going to be a big thing <laughs> yeah. for me. I'm God, excited. that's so scary. Yeah, we really cooked it for you. Oh, no, I'm I'm happy. Oh, yeah, you'll die happy. <laughs> I mean, I might get a little messed up, but yeah. I'll win. No way you die. I'm so confident. <laughs> Gooberton, you are coming up on the one guard who is, you're pretty sure, asleep standing against his pike. At the very least, he's not paying a lot of attention. I would like to gently sneak behind him and push him into the pit. Ah, clever. Ah. You get up behind him. You kind of tap him on one shoulder when he turns to look at that. You know, you smack him across the head and he tumbles down into the mine and lands with a crunch in a big pile of bones. Hell yeah. Got him. Uh, <laughs> the children, they're not scarred by that, right? They've seen enough? No, these are bone age kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. The little Draken child nods approvingly. <laughs> Plus, these kids have been working in a mine for who knows how long. They're... Yeah, I'm like, surely that's uh, you're teaching. Fair. Well, they're at their trauma limit, dude. So 
it's just like, how much worse yeah. could it get? You know? Oh, yeah, they've hit the roof. There's only so sad you can get. Yeah. You're teaching the drunken child wrong. How are they going to eat? You're starving that <laughs> child, teaching them wrong. Sure. I should have known. <laughs> okay, Guberton, you see that the door has a crude lock. Oh, well, that's embarrassing. Can I just simply, with my expertise, pick it? Or maybe just even take it apart. If it's not made very well, yeah. I'd rather disassemble it. I think that's more bones. embarrassing for the people who find it. You do. You you disassemble it and you hand the still locked locking portion of it to the little uh, Zinge kid to kind of show him who's yeah. boss. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy mm. that. Eat shit, child. You can have a little play with that if you'd like. I'm sure the child takes it smugly and I have a second of, if they figure out something this lock can do that I didn't. Oh. You're in such a panic all the time. <laughs> but I come across so cool and calm. The door swings open and all of these malnourished, exhausted, ragged children step up to the, the doorframe and they all look into the room. You see that there are many more crystals there than there are children. Oh, that's sad. Currently. Hey, more crystals for you, baby. <laughs> Yeah. Each of the kids <laughs> steps up to it. So a bit of lore about this world. Mysterious fossilite crystals are a resource that anyone can use, but you would never consider taking one that was someone's personal crystal. That would be really, that's taboo. Mm. It's very wrong, like a part of a person is in that. So when the door opens, all of the kids stand there and they just see a pile of these crystals. The little kid with the beefy arms who put his, his arms around your leg earlier yeah. takes a wobbly couple of steps forward. Aww. He's probably the smallest of the bunch. Yeah. And he closes his eyes and just holds up one hand hand and you can see that there's like an amber glow in the pile of crystals in the room and that crystal lifts up out of the pile and drifts over to his hand and he takes the cord and puts it around his neck and one by one all of the other children step up and do the same thing and little balls of different colored light fly to each of these kids as they each get this missing piece of themselves back and you can That's see really all lovely. of them start looking better mm -hmm. and then one by one they pick up anything they can find a bone a branch, a stick, and they put their hand on their crystal and they channel mysterious fossilite energy from their personal crystal into whatever they have grabbed, which becomes a small weapon in their hand. Hell yeah. That's good. <laughs> child army! <laughs> Sometimes child soldiers are good. What do the main gang have? So what does Raider, Clunk, Cleave, and Pyra, who I've listed yeah. as me, Jack, Adam, and Beef Baby. Oh, and Gia, <laughs> and Gia, of course. The Fab Five. Yeah. Beef Baby puts his hands into the eye sockets of a pair of small Small skulls, yes. which become bone brass knuckles. Oh, that's sick. And that kid is a little bigger oh, than yeah. you realized at first. <laughs> uh, that was, who was that, Pyra? Yeah. Yeah. Gia grabs a stick, which becomes like a proper wooden caveman club. Nice. Cleave grabs a jawbone, which then becomes a jawbone sword. Nice. Clunk takes... <laughs> it's a great name. It's one of the best. Clunk. Clunk seems confused, grabs a rock, and it becomes a bigger rock. <laughs> and that is like a trial. Oh, yeah, that's a win. What's better than a rock? A bigger rock. It's no rocket science. Raider is the little Zinge kid. Has a, a long bone, which, when the power is channeled into it, becomes a, almost a bone rapier. Oh, that's cool. Uh, does it look cool? Does it look too well made? It looks pretty cool. Damn. They all turn and they look up at you, Guberton. And Gia says, what do we do now? We escape. I look down to where Kochak is and sort of try and give like a thumbs up. Does it look like? Look I'd like, like to give ready? you a shrug. Like, what's happening? Like, <laughs> a, like, a, like, are we attacking the guards? I'm just waiting there with four big mammals. Uh, I make a gesture, what? like pointing to where we are. Like, yeah, bring them up, bring them up. I give you a thumbs up, and then I turn around to all of the beasts of burden. 
follow me, but quiet. They, they, they know. And then I'll get on all fours and we'll shuffle our way up. Yeah, you do that. It's going really well, too. Oh, hell yeah. Until the uh, pachycephalosaur manages to slip on a little bit of loose rock mm-hmm. and sends a fall of scree down the side of the conical pathway, which hits some more rocks, which hits some more rocks, which hits some more rocks, and makes quite a bit of noise. Josh. And you hear a deep voice bellow out, What going on out there? I'd just like to turn the to... The final e- moments of your life! Sure, okay, never mind. Cass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I give the children a knowing look like, hey, you're allowed to kill them now. Go for your life. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.